welcome, welcome back to the, there's no episode, because we finished all 13 episodes of the first season of The Wire. This is the Do The Wire podcast with His Lordship Murray and Lord McMorris. Y'all know who I am, the person that curses too much, but we back, <laughs> we back with uh, the season one recap, so what's good, fellas? What's good? What's good? What's good? Representing Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore Merlin. <clears throat> Yo, so we, we finished the whole season. Like, how y'all feel about that? And we recorded about 12 podcast episodes. You know, I wish we could have did that with the Savages, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Much love to my guys, though. But how y'all feel about that? I mean, we, we've been consistent you know, besides Murray wanting to, you know, push bedtimes back and shit because I'm old. Word. I'm tired. I'll be old. I'm old too. So, it's all good. You, you the young nigga of the crew. How you going to say you old? <laughs> I mean, yo, man, I go, yeah, I partied out. Yeah, he definitely still partying? He definitely a dead park nigga. You know, I partied out, bro. <laughs> partied out. That's a, that's a great accomplishment, you know what I'm saying? Like, we... 12 episodes, season one. We're about to jump into season two, but we got a, a special surprise for that. So, you know, I mean, I'm happy with this. You know what I'm saying? I think there's some things that we probably got to tweak, you know, if once niggas really open up the studio, you know what I'm saying, and we really get the Spotify deal. Yeah. You know I mean, um, but... We gonna keep we we gonna keep rolling with it, you know what I'm saying? And we got a lot of different things that we're gonna do with the pod. So, you know, y'all y'all be on the lookout. We appreciate our listeners, our supporters, the three of y'all that that rock out with us <laughs> each week. You know what I'm saying? Salute to y'all. You know what I mean? Hopefully, we can get our listenership up. You know what I'm saying? All over the world. So, that's something that we gotta look forward to. But um. Season one, The Wire. What are your thoughts? Um, I think season one of The Wire is like season one of our podcast. Like it, it, they did the best what they what they uh, had, and they put out a great product. You know what I mean? So um, it was a great. It was a. It was. It was just a, a multifaceted show that showed the the, the drug dynamic. The the police dynamic, the court dynamic, you got everything. The violence, you got everything that you needed all in this one season. Political. Is, but yeah, poli- you know what I'm saying? Everything. This this just shows, you know, why the wire was the why the wire is like, you know, the best show that ever was on TV. Yeah, for that for that hot take that went out there that, you know, Snowfall is better than the wire. Just notice that Snowfall tried to do what the wire did in season one and failed. Miserably, I hated, first, I hated the first season of the Snowfall because they tried to do, tell oh. like three different stories. Yeah, it got weird after a while. Yeah, I mean the the first season you def, you know the first season of Snowfall was it, it, it's you know it definitely got better. Oh, definitely, most definitely, it definitely get it de- and you know Franklin's character development was dope. However, the wire hits you out the gate, boom straight in the mouth like there's no real build up like you know what I'm saying it was just as soon as it started it was like, like let's go snot boogie laid out on the floor right, <laughs> right. Oh, it was a dice game like 
you know, open up with Mc, McNutty sitting there talking to him, like, snot booking me, like, yeah. Right. How you get a name like that? Yeah. McNutty was befuddled. Why they kept letting him come to the game if he always had to run off with the money? Exactly. And I think, like, for me, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm so connected to the wire because... I lived the wire, you know, when I was at Morgan. Like, we was running the streets of Baltimore. We was going to the parties. We seen those hoods. We was down Charles Street and all these other fucking places, you know what I'm saying? Going to Mount Darman and shit, going all over the place. So we saw the wire firsthand. And, you know, that's why I'm so closely associated with it. And I, I loved Morgan when I was there, you know, that brief stint that I did. Internet, I did graduate from college, so just so you know, I just didn't graduate <laughs> from Morgan. <laughs> and no, I didn't get kicked out. It's a long story about why I didn't go back. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I'm about to tell this shit on the podcast. All right, boom, check it out. Right. Yeah, I'm telling it right now. Go right, chill, Lord McMorris. You know what I'm saying? I was in the group. Explosive. You know what I mean? All right, let's do it. I ain't go back to Morgan, right? Because I was trying to be grown. I did not put in my housing paper. And this is when everybody was coming in Murray's class, freshman class of 2001. You know what I mean? Everybody was infatuated with Morgan State because this nigga, Fat Joe, sang a song with R. Kelly and shit, and we ran through the dorms out of Morgan State. Ah, ah, ah. Whatever. Anyway, I was trying to get an apartment off campus with BC and Kyle, which was going to happen until BC almost killed me on the New Jersey Turnpike. And then... <laughs> After that, that was like the worst summer I've had in my life. And I didn't go back. I mean, there's more to it, but <laughs> that's the gist of it. So that's why I didn't go back. I didn't have no housing. The apartment shit didn't work out. I think BC and Kyle got the apartment like last minute. Uh, my pops are paying cash for my tuition and shit. He lost his job at AIG, so that's another reason why I didn't go back. So it was just a lot of different. Over shit you, on. and he paid it. Paid it straight. Was it? Was it over the? Uh, over, was it over Leonard your Barry? situation? <clears throat> nah, he, nah, my, nah. So outsourcing. My pops is an IT tech guru, whatever. You, computer engineer, nerd, dweeb, whatever you want to call him, right? Yeah, computers pewing. Huh? <clears throat> yeah, computers pewing. So you know, they let's say his salary in 2001 was you know 120 grand or whatever it was they paid somebody from India of course 60 60 grand to do the same shit that he was doing plus more you understand so they got him the fuck up out of there no matter if he was working there since 1988 I believe he's probably like real heavy in that in like the digital space now, like he probably knows all that stuff, right? Yeah, he's he's really not because he's dealing with a lot of different health issues. He has sickle cell anemia, so like that shit is destroying oh. his body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, just it's bad. So yeah, curves up. Yeah, definitely. Surprised they didn't come up with some type of cure for that yet, but but they Do got you the catch COVID, that? they got they got the COVID. It's, it's hereditary. Yeah, it is hereditary. So like, I got the trait. Me and my brothers got the trait. To have a kid with somebody that has a trait, there's a possibility that our kid would have sickle cell anemia, and there's no cure for it. That's crazy. Damn, yeah. I've been, I've been like, mm. yeah, 
But I'm you gotta like be on top of that though, right? Like if you if you like, you know, like <clears throat> yeah, because and all that. Nah, yeah. I mean it's really nothing because he could have a crisis at any time. It's like no given warning or anything like that. He just, you know, I know. Or I just saw, and I noticed he was on a lot of different pain medication. And that shit over time, like he's sixty now. You know what I'm saying? He's he had it his whole life. So shit like that, trying to manage it, that shit fucks with your brain, your moves, everything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that shit is crazy, yo. Yeah. Yeah. What up? But you know, the like I was saying about the the why and shit. Like I was just so close to it, so that's why, you know, I'm always screaming and champion the wire. Like that's the best show ever because I mean it really is plus of how I feel about Baltimore you know in its entirety shout out to yeah. the east side yeah Baltimore is a, uh, a beautiful and at the same time ugly place this is true I had a homeboy my um, good friend of mine he you know RIP rest in peace and got murdered on um, North like Damn. up the street from his crib, like went to the ATM like three in the morning. I already know what he was, what he was doing, what type of time he on, but you know, set up. And, like, yeah, that was my that was my guy. Like when I first moved out here, like he showed me around. Like we partied. Like that was my man. So, but yeah, beautiful place. And, like he would always scream, yeah, "I love my city." He'd always scream, "I love my city, y'all." You know, it is what it is. Oh, Baltimore. Gotta Facts. be more careful. Facts. Word up. Can't be, what is it? A second late? Nope. Not at all. So, Murphy, you had uh, generated some word that I can't pronounce superlative. <laughs> word. <laughs> Yo, come on. Super, super relatives. Super relatives. Super, I can't, I can't super relatives, like, like Lord McMurray said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All these big ass, you know, fucking college words and shit. SAT words. And the task was arduous. Okay. It ain't like it was a Morris or anything like that. Yo, chill. Don't bring up a Morris. You know what I'm saying? That was a, a from a different lifetime. Shout out to Jesse Boykin, though. My nigga. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, we tried to do a quick superlative for season one of The Wire. So uh, we're going to set it off with the the MVP, the most valuable player. So, McGee, who was your most valuable player? So it, it's a toss up. Um, season one, you know what I mean? And people don't agree with it, but this is my co-MVPs. I'm giving it to McNutty, of course, because this was his season, his show. But, as I'm watching it again and re-watching it for the 7,000th time, I gotta give Stringer a piece of it, too. He wasn't really shown too much, but when he was, you saw the underhandedness, the the plays, how he was maneuvering, and I still feel like he had a dream of being a man all from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I give it to him and, and, and McNutty. Like, M- MVP? MVP, though? Yeah, word. MVP, that's a little bit. M- I mean, at this the end is of the my day, MVP. I, I feel that's, that's true. That respect. That's your choice. I, I, I still think that that switch that he wanted to be the man, I think it like it switched when he got 
you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he really cared. Like Avon was his man. So like, I think I think Avon was his man to a certain extent, and then we didn't want to get with the program. You know, he, he got him the fuck out of there, or tried to at least. Yeah, you saw how good that <clears> went for him. Yep. So, yeah, what, a, what about you, Lord, Lord McMorris? Who's uh, your MVP? I had I had a, a co MVPs as well on the same team, though. Um, McNutty mm-hmm. uh, and Lester. Like Lester was the Andre Iguodala of the shit. Like he did the real gritty, dirty work. The you know the work that no one really wanted to do. Understood. You know what I mean? Like he put everything together. So. Without Lester, I mean, without Lester, you don't get you don't get Avon, you don't get this case. You know what I mean? So, I get you know, without McNutty, you don't get anything. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> without I can agree with you on that. Right. That's a fact. Although, although, although Iggy's MVP Finals MVP is still suspect. That's just my. <laughs> and of course, I my MVP. I had the unanimous MVP was McNutty. Of course, just you know, he set everything off as everybody's already stated. Plus, he kept everything going, and he'll continue to do that throughout the series um, as we as we go forth. So next next will be most improved. So me personally, it looks like we kind of we have some variation, but I picked uh, my man Freeman, obviously, because yep, yep. he started off. You know, he's you know he was playing coy as if he didn't know what was going on, but all that all yep. that time, you know, you know, smartest OG in the in the um in the force, you know, had all the knowledge, and then um, might be a little NJ bias, but I had to pick my man Bodie, because we saw the come up, you know, him being uh, D'Angelo's, not even young boy, but kind of his right hand, not his, well, I guess he was technically a fool with him like that, but, you know, at the end, you see he running the pit, and, you know, after he made the moves, and obviously, you know, he, he took on the, I guess the, uh, the job of killing off Wallace, Although technically him and Poop did it together, but he benefited from the most. So those is my most improved. So Lord McMorris, what say right. you? I had um, I had two. So I had Daniels because I felt at the beginning it's kind of like a pushover. Um, was too focused on a career, didn't really want to take any any real any real shots or chances. And by the end of the season, he's like, nah, you know, he definitely changes it, switches up, and he's ready to ride out with his guys. So that, him and Prez, um, Prez Belusky, Um You know what? I, I kind of, even knowing where his arc is going, so even knowing that this isn't even his best where he's going to be, but for this season, most improved as far as a police officer, he, you know, definitely did what he had to do. My thing, my only reason I, I I don't I don't give Lester the most improved is because he is always on his on top of his game. He was just chilling, like he was just seeing what he was working with before he like put himself out there. But he was never really like he was never the issue. Yeah, Chris Belusky was that wild card, especially in the beginning when he was trying to play tough when he wasn't <clears throat> and did that stupid stuff in the project. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. He's definitely a, he was like my number three candidate. If I'm being, if I'm keeping it a buck, dude shot his own car because he was upset with his life. 
I mean, you know what I'm saying? So look, look, look at the depression. You went from depression and all that, you know what I'm saying? So mental health, that matters too. Shout out, shout out to mental health. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Charlemagne the God. <laughs> That's and important. Um, you have Freeman, too. I don't know if you want to speak for someone else in the running that you... Nah, it was it was Freeman. I saw it the same way that you saw it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like he came in super aggressive or you know forward or anything like that. He was just on some chilling shit, um, almost like he was. I don't even want to use the word timid because he that's like you said, Coy is the best one. You know what I mean? He he came in on that shit and that was it. You know, but then he let everybody know. And this is what he does. He's natural police. He's very smart. Um, and, and he got right to it. He figured out a lot of stuff that they couldn't figure out. You know? By the, by the end, he was like the puppet master because he was, uh, you know, he used that thing where he put his glasses under, uh, was it under his eyes or something like that? And he'd look over him and he give you that mm-hmm. look. And, get and that's whatever. You got to think about it. Even when they raid the, the stash house in the pit, like, all those cops there did not think to take the damn number down that was on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? Like it's just certain things like that that he he paid attention to detail. He was very analytical. So you know he came in slow, but <laughs> as season progressed, he was, in my opinion, most approved. So what's I mean, the next if, one? If you think, well, if you think about it, he actually helped Prez become, you know, get better. He he put he gave. You know, even though Prez did uh, figure out the code, but he he had Prez, you know, really doing the work and explaining stuff with him, and was really working with him. Um, so, like, as far as the team, that's 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 a good part. Yeah. What happened? So, Somebody dropped off. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was. That's what I was like. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. I think the next the next category is most hated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we we. <laughs> We all, it's a unanimous decision in that regard. Like, the most hated character on season one of The Wire is none other than D'Angelo Barksdale. I mean... Yo, insert claps. We've expressed our hatred and and just... Distaste. Everything is in the fucking dictionary and thesaurus that you can think of. You know, disgust, disdain, everything. We just did not fuck with D'Angelo this season. On any level. None at all. Nah, because I was watching the drink, like, even when his his mother came, like, his mother was rubbing his head. And he had his hand in his, like, his hand was in his thumb. Like, his thumb was, you know what I'm saying? She was rubbing his head in jail. Like, son, are you serious? Like nah, <laughs> like nah, man. Like I lost so much. I whatever little respect I had, I lost the rest of it. Like yo, she's like you in jail, man. Like if any place you got to show that you tough, like you let your mom sit there, you know, rubbing your head, and you just sitting there like, oh, I need a blankie. Like nah. Yeah, I mean we can go on for fucking forty five <laughs> minutes talking about all the shit that we just don't like about D'Angelo. But that means he did one hell of a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? Because he just, I, that probably was his job for everybody to be, you know, on top of his head, hating him. Because of how he was and how he wasn't and 
all the dumb shit that he did. Writing um, apology letters and, <laughs> you know, going to get fucking Lake Trout and just <laughs> staring at the closet for 20 minutes. Putting on bum-ass Tim's. Like, like, it's just so much shit that he did. That, ugh. We're just going to move on to the next one. Um, the nasty Hold, hold on, hold on. What can... happened? Yeah. Nah, but you know, I, I, I had a, I didn't have D'Angelo as my most hated. But you had. I had a, Who you have? I had Burrell and Rawls. Oh, really? yeah, that's right. You did. He did. He had them. Yeah, he did. Why? Well, I mean, Rawls was that an a-hole from the beginning. Uh, I felt like he gave, he, he was <laughs> trying to, you know, jam my man McNulty up. I, I like, like how Burrell kind of like played. Like he was cool with Daniels and it was making him on his back the whole time. Yeah. So that was just my personal thing. And Angelo, even though he was a terrible drug. No. I, I can't. I can't. His wardrobe was on my list. As most hated. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. The baggy watches? That, yep. Baggy, baggy watches was number two. So D'Angelo, baggy watches, and then his wardrobe. In that order. What a shame. His wardrobe. Most His wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then we got, we got the, the nasty award next. I think we all know who getting this. Yeah. Yeah. I voted for Poop. I voted for my man Poop. Uh, yeah, me too. Poop, one horny ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, he trying to get some yams every which way you could think of. You know, every time you almost, it's like almost every time you see them in the show, he was trying to get some some pump. So, <laughs> I told her on the phone, just all types of shit. Even even when Stringer, you know, told them they got to get rid of the phone, that's the first thing he said. I'm going to call my girl. girl. <laughs> yeah. Nasty war goes to poop. Yeah, he, he earned that. I mean, I, I put Weebay in there too for that, that one situation with the stripper, but uh, for the most part, yeah, he ain't, he ain't probably deserve this one. It's, it's all poop right here. This is unanimous. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. You can't even place Weebay in there. Weebay was high and drunk and did some foul shit. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even say that nasty poop was just a nasty nigga. I'm about to say Weebay didn't even. It was her fault. Like she she took good drugs, <laughs> right? I mean, no, I'm not talking about like she died from an overdose. <laughs> yeah, That's what yo. I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm saying no. I, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me get, let me get it straight. What I'm yeah, saying is, you know, you know they about like, to come. He didn't like, nigga. he didn't like physically harm her, right? But she <clears> died from overdosing. He didn't know that she was dead, right? Or was she alive? We don't know. But I'm just saying. Yeah, we don't know. Is no, you know, like we're going to speculate. Yeah. Well, that's what they, what they say. Uh, they told the girl that she, uh, she, she did dope. Didn't know what, didn't know what she was taking. Like stupid. Remember they said someone said uh, someone said it. They called like stupid, stupid chick. She didn't know what she was um didn't know what she was doing. Like so, that's the only reason I say like you know I don't feel like he's nasty because like he ain't do nothing. Like it wasn't like he caused her to do it. Like if you all partying and the next thing you know someone passes out dead, you're like oh snap. Like what the heck? Like that's crazy, right? Like you're not gonna. It's not my fault. Like maybe because they supplied the drugs. So. 
Yeah, all right, so next we, next we have the all-wire all team, but we actually four out of the five spots. So, McNulty, Freeman, and Omar was on everybody's list. We had a little variation at the five spot, so uh, I guess the God Stringer. I'm still unsure how he made the all-wire team, but I'll let y'all get into that. Um, I, well, I had I had Lester, I had Lester and Stringer. The reason I had Stringer is because Stringer, um, Stringer, like he was the, the the piece that really held everything down. That you know, what I'm saying like if you don't have Stringer, he was the queen. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, the queen. queen ain't no bitch. <laughs> he was the queen, so he held it down. Hence why I said he was co-MVP. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit that he was doing in this season that made them get to where they are. And without him, Boston I mean, yeah, go he was on the one the doing two. the political deals. Like he's the one meeting with the political people, having the having the meetings and the lunches. He's the fit, you know, the the straight but street face. You know what I'm saying? Because he can still be in the street, but still go to class. You know what I'm saying? So uh, multifaceted person and some on some real shit like you know i'm i'm looking at this and i kind of want to switch some things around you know what i'm saying because he's my starting five but i want to swap him because my sixth man was prop joe but i'm about to get prop out of here i don't even understand how i forgot bubble you know my starting five and stringing needs to be the sixth man that's just bubbles was on my six so, so yeah, me, 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 and Lord McMorris have bubbles in the, in the six man spot. I had my man Weebay in the um, all wire team because he gets shit done, dude. So every time he had Foxdale team had issues, he seemed to be the one that had to go take care of something. So as many bodies muscle. as he caught, yeah. But I mean, he, he did uh, he did more work than Stinkum and uh, what's you call it, Savino and all of them. Yeah, he seen and and he basically saved, saved Barksdale life for old. Omar had to drop on him. Yeah, that's that's why I put Bay. Bay, Bay. Plus that last. Yeah, that's a definitely that's definitely a case for that. Definitely he, a case he for can't that. he can't handle horseradish though. <laughs> but he actually <laughs> for <a> horseradish <laughs> like it was crazy. <laughs> All right, so you said you you got Prop Joe out of there completely. Yeah, but nah, you know because I, I it was a toss up. Like I totally forgot about bubbles. I had Prop Joe there off of the one, two shows that he, you know, made an appearance, but he's such a integral piece to this series. Like, but I mean, and, did, as you, did, you put him there? did you put him there because of later on, though? In, like the, in the beginning, no. But okay. rewatching this series, you know what I'm saying, and understanding, like, how important he was and, and how that shit his character you know developed off of those two shows that's why I had put him in as a six man but gotcha. he gotta go cause Bubbles gotta get in there some, somehow yeah for sure Bubbles and um the only other person that we had I think Lord McMorris had uh, Chris Belusky as his six man which is a good I can't argue that either all right, so let's get into uh, favorite quote or quotes. So I'm, I'm allowed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the pipe map go first. <laughs> this quote is no, 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 
All right, so so my favorite quote um, from this series was the famous or infamous F-U-C-K scene where McNutty and Funk went to Deidre's apartment and they communicated with each other while doing an investigation while using the word fuck or variations of it. And that was the most ingenious thing I've ever seen. That was one of my favorite scenes too. Yeah, actually everybody picked that as their favorite scene for the for the season. So, so what what quotes did quote you have, um, Lord McMorrissey? I had so my quote I had uh All in the Game, yo, by Omar. Yeah. Um and yeah, that was in the last the last episode. Yeah, because I mean you know, I like that one because, of, you know, it really is all in the game. Like, whether ups, downs, whatever happens, it really, you know, just take it on the chin. You know, it is what it is. Like, it's all in the game. And I think, and second was a man must have a code. That was, like, my second, uh, second one. That's a great yeah. one, too. I was uh, during the mm-hmm. entire series of call. So my other my my top pick was actually you come at the king you best not miss, which was another Omar quote. Um, hey, because he didn't kill him when he had that. Mm-hmm. All right, and then favorite episode we all had the same thing. Everybody said game day. Like I said, favorite scene was the infamous uh, Bunk and McNulty. So I got a couple quick rapid fire questions for y'all. You gonna tell me, you know, who you who out of the, the cast you would pick to do these things? Well, if you All starting right. up, if you <clears throat> Lester, if I'm starting a business, who am I running with? Shit, that's a fucking. This is almost like quick time with slime or some shit. <laughs> where, where my alcohol so I can drink? Um. <laughs> If I'm starting a business, yeah, Lester would be the most, it would make the most sense. That's a good Not you, Lord Lawrence. Lester, for sure. I'm surprised nobody says string, the, the, the illest businessman. Uh, I mean, he's Baltimore. still in school. <laughs> like, he's still, like, he's still in school. Like, he don't have his degree yet. And Lester has a, you know what I'm saying? He already has an LLC, a business plan. Yeah. Together. And he's a wise man. He got the age. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he fucking built miniature dollhouse furniture. So, you know, why not start a business with him? I mean, think about it. Like, to how do you even parlay that as, like, that's my lane? Like, I make doll furniture. Like for even just to even have the thought, the mind, the thought process to even come up with that is is crazy. He's a, a mad scientist. Like yeah, I'm running. With, yeah, I'm running with Lester. Who are you starting the business with? That's, well, well, it's not your your question. <laughs> no. I'm the CEO of um, a trust cartel, like a Fortune 500 business. I guess you could say they make about a million dollars a month. So. I think he had the intel, he had the combination of street smarts and, and intelligence to get stuff done. So that's who I personally would run with. So, um, but I did have a, I did want to point out, um, I got to salute the good brother McGee and hopefully this pays off because he had the foresight to put me on to um, Funkos and hopefully down the line, 
know, I, I can I can I can see why you said Freeman. So my next one is all right, you got a beef on the other side of town. Who in the wire are you running with? Going to get. <clears throat> and I guess Lord Morrison go first this time. Uh I got beef. Yeah. It, it's gonna be a toss up between the Weebe and the Omar. <clears throat> Because, yeah, you know, Omar Omar is Omar and Weebay is is with it. So like that's somebody you you want on your on your side. So maybe that or what's who what's Fredro's star name again? <laughs> yeah, what was his name? Um, Bird. 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 Bird, there we go. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with my first two. Bird and no nonsense niggas time. Alright, so um, I got beef. I'm picking Chris and Snoop. Yeah, come yeah, on, man. Bro, oh. <clears throat> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so if I got beef, um, if I got beef, I'm 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 gonna pick Omar. And here's why: because Omar is very smart. Weebay, he just an order nigga. You order him to do something, he gonna go do it. Omar, on the other hand, he's going to think 30 steps ahead. He's going to lie in wait. He's going to do sense, research, everything before he makes a move. So that's why I'm going with Omar. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we may still going to, like, you know, it depends on how you want the job done then. Like, if you don't care, like, as long as the person, the beef is dealt with, right? So you just ready to just grab a nigga, go smack his eyebrows off, and that's it. I'm just saying, like it depends. Like if it's you know, if I have to I'm, be I'm, discreet I'm about more, it. Shit, I'm more of the type that's gonna like plan to jump out your garbage can and get you and take the garbage <laughs> out. Type shit. But fam, do you know how uncomfortable you're gonna be sitting in the garbage can waiting for this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but it'll be well worth it. I guess uh, was it revenge is a, a dish best served cold. That's how mm-hmm. I'm rolling. Yeah. Right, so my, my my choice would be Avon because one, somebody else would do it, that. and I would have to keep I keep my hands clean and wouldn't have to worry about nothing moving forward. But that's just me. All right. All right. Yeah, so who you man, whoever you got beef with won his corners. <laughs> like yo, yeah, that's true. I, ain't yeah. I just—that's what they said, Avon. That's what <laughs> they said, A. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that definitely be handled by the morning. All right, who who are you partying with? Who am I partying with? Yo, I'm gonna keep it all the way tall. I'm partying with the police. <laughs> Facts. That's a, I'm partying with the pole. <laughs> I'm partying with the police for real. Like Bunk, McNutty, Lester, all of them. We going to that the Irish bar and we turning up. We putting that song in. It's going to stick a nigga on the pool table. We get it popping. <laughs> so I'm partying. And you know I drink Jameson, so that's just a win-win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm... Seven in the morning. Partying with the pools. Yeah, I'd rather that. He's like, what's the alternative? 
Weebay? Nah. <laughs> you gotta worry about somebody dead? Nah, I'm good. So I guess you don't want part to go, oh. Orlando, yeah, Orlando wow. is wow. I ain't with him either. You met Omar. Be your wingman at the club. My answer is Buck, personally, because I've seen him, him and McNulty run that run that two man weed with, with flawlessly. Yeah, they out here running the mighty V like a flying V, like they from Mighty Ducks and shit. Like, I don't. My wingman at the club. You ain't even gotta be at the club. Just you go to a little lounge, a little bar. My wingman in general. Yeah, just so. The Hoover spot. Niggas really be doing Hoover. Anyway, um. <laughs> uh, shit, my wing man. Can I pick two? You can pick whatever you want. Let me see. Alright, so. For my wing people. Uh huh. See where you going. <laughs> for my wing people, I'm gonna have to pick McNutty, and I'm gonna have to pick. Regs because women like women, right? Mm-hmm. So they bring the women over. McNutty is a wild nigga, especially when he started drinking Jameson. So, with that being said, he's gonna jump out the window and bring the drinks over too. So, yeah, my wing people, McNutty and Shakima Greg. Greg, that's a good pick, too. Um, if I was in that space internet, but I'm very yeah. happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just, you know what? I'm gonna go off of future episodes. I'm gonna go with, uh, nah, I can't do that because I was gonna say Stringer because Stringer did set up, you know, a nice little, nice little welcome home. So, you know, just off the strength of that, but if I can't go off of that, then, um, I, 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 I would pick Bunk for sure. I, I think I would go bunk and Greg though because McNutty is he's a little too wild. So you mean to tell me bunk burning his clothes up in the bathtub ain't wild? Like come on, yo, he was trying I mean, to get rid of trace evidence, man. Like, I mean McNutty crashing the car and shit—that's one different story. But yo, bunk burning his clothes, my nigga, like in the bathtub with his church socks on, like in a tie, my nigga, like like come on, son. In the trace role. evidence, man. He was getting rid of trace evidence, man. That's what's up. So even still, even in his drunken state, his mind is always on the job. So like you know that lets you know. <laughs> that lets you know what's up. He on point. That's Word up. That's what you need in the wingman anyway. But you're right, because it's like you 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 know, you know, you you gotta call your man for some shit and you want him to be on point to answer any question that may be fired at him, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least bunk, bunk going fat finger the situation. Like, yo, listen, you saw me, like me and him. Nah, Mm-mm. that wasn't me. I ain't doing. I don't care. That wasn't me. That's a bunk going say. Definitely wasn't me. I wasn't there. I was on my TBT stuff today, reminiscing on my days at Morgan. But uh, what's your, what's your favorite Baltimore club song? This this rapid fire, but. Do we gotta sing this shit? Nah, he ain't gotta sing that. Let me OD. 
Although y'all do, to a Baltimore y'all club. do like singing. Say what? I've never been to a Baltimore club. How long you lived out here? How you ain't go to a Baltimore club? Yeah, I came when I came out here. It was, you know, what I'm saying, y'all always like responsible adults. You know what I mean, like, what am I supposed to? Do? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Man, I, I mean, I've I've been to like lounges, like Hazelwood and and Are you, like stuff like that on a Friday or something. Nah, dang, so I'm totally un, like unequipped for this for this question. Well, my I, favorite, I my about. my favorite. Uh, Baltimore club song is uh, what is it? Tear the fucking club up. That, that is a great song. I was listening to that. This is a great song too. That shit just made me want to jump over speaker, my nigga. And uh, let's see. Well, I would say probably Bank Rolls by Tim Trees, if that counts. Uh, but otherwise, the Baltimore club version of Eight Ball and MJG's uh, "Don't Make Me." That was my shit, like, sophomore year. And I remember uh, the Blacker Rob would always, when we went to the docks and that came on, he was like, yo, son, right now. But otherwise, it's hate hate. Hill, something like that, I'm, I'm good with. Fuck but yeah, man. so, season one. I mean, we getting season two going. Season two is coming. Coming to, to the internet and to the the podcast world very, very soon. You know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout for that. We appreciate y'all. Our three listeners, you know, continue to listen. Like, rate, subscribe, send a postcard, you know, write an email or something. Yeah, we need a Patreon. So, like, people can pay for us to go to, like, these <laughs> places. <laughs> uh, you set that up. Set it up, Lord McMorris. <laughs> Just make sure, you know what I mean? We can. Yeah, I think the first place we got to go check out our trees in Scotland, though. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Like, that's a fact. Like, we got to go there. I don't know that's if anybody's wrong. watering my shit right now. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I mean, it rained today. So. Oh. <laughs> should be good, huh? Yeah, we should be all right. Tree all natural. So, mm-hmm. Season number two is on its way. Uh, you know, we appreciate all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? To my guys, the lords, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep this going, get these deals, and sure that we don't break up like the Joe Butter podcast. Yeah, that joint was, did you, they, like, even the, the episode where they came back, that joint was mad tension. Like, it was like if the Beatles got back together. Like, nah. It just, it just felt real funny. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to have to work through it or bring back them other replacement niggas. And Rory yeah. and Maul just going to have to go somewhere, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they'll start their own shit. Who knows? Yeah, we got at least two more. So, you know what I mean? We shall see. You know? But until we record and we launch season two of the Through the Wire podcast, Peace, internets. We will be seeing you in a little while. Salute. This nigga really whispered? That's definitely <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> team team yeah. Superwatch getting another W this weekend. Let's go. Yo, we're going to have to relax, my nigga. Right, we undefeated yeah, I wish I could out here, play, man. I'm tight.
I'm tired. I can't play, man. Yo, come on, man. You already know. We be up like seven, and the next thing you know, niggas start cheating. Everybody That's a fact. arguing. Needles let, start let, throwing throwing fat pitches in the air. People start hitting let y'all runs. Let it, let y'all you know, it. it don't even make any sense. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're going to be all right. We're going to be good. You know what I mean? It's all good. Bless up. We did that. We love, man. Yep. Yes, sir. We're going to take the all W, right. though. I'm going to be there for emotional support, though. All right. Until <laughs> well, next time. Next time. Next episode. Peace. All right. Easy, my guy. All right.